0: Welcome to a Drop 10 Media Production. The Porcupine with Adam Nutter. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to, that's right, two days in a row, a live episode of The Porcupine. I am Adam Nutter. Thanks for tuning in, as always. Uh, follow me here, this, follow me here at Adam Nutter, go to Twitter. You hit follows now at Adam Nutter. You type it in Twitter and you go, you follow me there. Uh, also please YouTube, youtube.com slash Adam Nutter. Of course. Um, oh, go check out my other podcast, the Cult of Us, my comedy one, but we do not talk about politics. I promise you. We, it is your escape from politics. we talk about dicks and we make fun of each other. Go listen to Cult of Us. It's also available everywhere, youtube.com slash Cult of Us. Um, uh, oh yeah. So please guys, Hey, go buy a shirt. Go buy a shirt, you fucking stingy fucks. Go buy a shirt. Uh, droptent.com slash store. Get your porcupine shirt. You get the white series here, the black series, and then of course you disobey your local nutter shirt uh from artwork by Top Lobster himself, the man the myth legend, the lobster. Go there, drop tent.com, <coughs> excuse me, slash store for your shirts. Uh, and then for stand-up. This is live. So this Friday, I'll, again, I'll be at the LPPA convention. Uh, you don't have to go to the convention to come to that show. You can just come to the show. So LPPA.org slash convention to find all the info on there. Uh, 6.30 show at the Genetti Hotel. And then I will be opening up for Dave Smith and Tom Woods. They're doing speeches. I'm doing comedy. I know, weird, but I'm doing it. So... <laughs> So I'll be doing open up for them. That's at eight o'clock. And that you can get tickets, lppa.org slash convention for tickets there. $20 the door for the comedy show at 6 30, though. Um, and then the very next week after that, at Chalfont, Pennsylvania, right outside of Philly at the pop-in. We have Robbie Bernstein coming down. He's headlining two shows, seven and nine thirty. Tickets are already selling out. I'm telling you guys right now, like I tell you guys every episode. The pop-in sells out every month. We have two shows, sells out. You guys have to get your tickets. Drop10.com slash events. Get your tickets for Robbie the Fire Bernstein. He, he's selling them out already. So come on out, get them. And then March 22nd, I'll be at The Stand in uh, New York. So coming out to that. It's going to be a fun time. I'm doing Ray Gutz's show. And uh, April 30th, I really want to plug this. Uh, I have more stuff. But April 30th, I'm headlining The Shell up in New Hampshire. So all you freedom-loving porcupine, fucks in New Hampshire, come the fuck on out. Support your boy. You can get tickets at drop slash events again for that all right <laughs> my guest today we're gonna to be talking um god religion liberty uh i i find it interesting uh these topics um i'm married to a catholic school teacher as most some of you know so uh my man uh from the uh faith liberty and practice podcast caleb brown hey Thank you, brother bear for coming on the show
1: no problem happy to do it
0: uh yeah man um so like i was saying a little backstory of where I fall on the whole religion thing, which is important to go. And then we'll go from there. So I was raised Catholic, went to Catholic high school, did four years there. Uh, I even want to go to a Catholic college, not because of that. It was just because I had to, not important but like I to go to, Catholic, I went to uh, St, St. John's. Um, I stopped going to church around like my junior year of high school. Cause I was like, this is, I was, I was like a hard atheist, like junior year, senior year, high school. Like, you know, I, I think most Catholic school kids go through, um, geez, you, your my mom really was like, yo, gotta go to church, gotta go to church, gotta go to church, hated it. I uh, just cared about football and shit like that. Then as I got older, I was like, who am I to think that there is nothing? Right? Like, that's fucking arrogant. That's just as arrogant as saying there is for sure a God. So it's like, <laughs> I'm a hypocrite. This is this is my 20s. My early early in my 20s now going through. Like, oh, I'm a hypocrite. Like, who am I to say? I'm like, I still don't think there's a God, but like, I, I don't know. Now I'm 35 and a lot more to the point of like, I'm definitely sure something out there created something. <laughs> like I don't know if it's like Catholic God or Jewish God or <laughs> fucking Hindu God or whatever. I don't, I'm yeah. not... A denomination but like i believe we have a creator and again yeah. my wife is a catholic school teacher and she believes that's my background of where i'm at now where i came from so mm-hmm. what is your background it's a, you know the whole faith
1: uh born and raised uh protestant um then it was became it became like an anarchist and uh, really just like most parts of romans 13 and in my pastor gave a, a sermon on romans 13 I'm like, okay i can't be here anymore uh, and decide to go Catholic like, because I've always enjoyed Catholicism a lot. Every time I, have everyone, every answer I looked in, try to find. It. Every time I looked up trying to find an answer to something, I always end up going with the Catholic answer of things because uh, normally white, normally white. And then I just started going to Catholic church. Uh, one year from uh, one year from this month, started going, and it's been about one year of being Catholic. So that's about it.
0: How has your you feel like your life has improved? Definitely, thousand percent. Why so?
1: Um. What's uh, in a lot of Protestantism? I want to distinguish it is that a, a lot of people who who are Protestants, not, a, not all of them, but a lot of them, have a very anti science view or an anti reason view. They're against like philosophy, they're against reason, they're like a lot of my young earth people. And I like science, I like evolution, I like a lot of these things. And so I was always viewed as like an atheist type. Uh, and now that I'm cast, I get to have both. I get to have science and religion, I get to have faith and reason. And so I'm able to. Research and continue everything I love to study and research and learn about, and not have to feel like I'm being contrary to my faith when I'm doing it. And so, I made friends who are even ACS to understand my, they understand as Catholics, but like a lot of atheists say if they want to become Christian, become Catholic, there's a lot of reason and faith, a lot of a reason and science that's in Catholicism. And so, it's able to help me kind of bridge the gap between everything and going to church, going to confessing, going to having the Eucharist, all these uh, things that are a part of Catholicism has been a great impact and uh, very helpful.
0: So you think almost so the whole higher power believing in a higher power thing you feel like there's like order like 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 you're not just working for nothing or you're not working for just mm-hmm. yourself like is that the whole idea behind it?
1: Um, I would think so. I'd say it's definitely something that comes with a um, respecting of hierarchies and authority. Like as, anyway, as I know, a lot of the uh, anti-authority stuff. Yeah. But <laughs> um, with being cast, like I get to have a completely voluntary authority that I believe is is right, and so I get to i like to talk about today, like, uh, a lot of libertarians are anti-war. But trying—didn't you just say you're anti-war to some normie? They're like, well, you mean every war? Because that's a tiredest view. But as a Catholic, I get to hold the just war doctrine and say, no, here's the standards you just really, have to meet for me to agree with it. No war ever meets that standard. So uh, there's a lot of things that kind of go along with libertarianism by take it one step further by having a right—he's like, here's what justifies a law. If it's not—if it doesn't mean he's like a, a crime, but a law is unjust, you don't have to follow it. For a law to be just, it has to be reasonable. No law is reasonable, therefore, almost every law is unjust. <laughs> and so, I get it only not only have the similar views of all the anarchists that people talk to, but I get a hold of something that's not so side of so many people. And so, it's given me a lot of uh, benefits in being Catholic and like, being like a libertarian guy. I get a merge the two. So,
0: well, yeah, I think you actually answered a question I had immediately, <laughs> and then you just answered immediately uh, in your in your uh, statement where you were said, I was going to say, right, where we're, most of us are like, fuck authority, you know, anarchy, <laughs> you know, uh, but the whole point of religion is to listen to just this, this 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 omnipotent figure who's like just do as i say and you you you'll get to this grace which is again very anti how we think as libertarians generally is like fuck it's cuz like right I, I look at it as like god's the state in this instance <laughs> not this you know not the same mm-hmm. but like, this is comparison he's a state and we're always supposed to question the state but i i know you're saying well involuntarily associating with with the state in this in, in this in this right so i guess that's your
1: well i would say that um so a lot of i think a lot of the uh modern view of god is incorrect a lot of people's modern view of god is some big guy with a beard outside of time who kind of observes everything and that whatever he says is good is therefore good itself because he has commanded it you know so the old thing from socrates like is, is it, is it what, is what the gods love pious because the gods love it or is it pious because the gods love it kind of thing um and with Catholicism, it's not, there's no divine command theory. There was good exists outside of God. It just happens to be the same kind of thing. Like we have, that's a bad, that's a bad, that's a bad way of putting it. Let me to uh, correct that statement. Not There's natural law. And so there wow. is good things that can be discovered outside of God. Things are good because God loves them. Not They, they aren't as good because God said they are good. Um, and God is outside of time. And so it's not like he is commanding things. He is, well, he is commanding things. It gets confusing, honestly. Yes. There's, a lot, there's, a, there's a lot of catholic distinction between catholic god and how most people view god that is uh important like divine simplicity that kind of stuff but if you don't if you don't understand it it's very easy to be against that kind of saying because it's very confusing
0: <laughs> so it, okay well this might be a, a large jump and I, I don't know so walk me back if it is so like the whole free will thing right like so do you believe in free will or yes. you're okay so you Okay, so to explain that then, so have to, is that the point? Okay, so uh,
1: I know, you know, I know you know Jacob. I don't think Jacob uh, or Daniel. I, I actually don't know his one name. No, it's Jacob, um,
0: and no, he sucks.
1: Yes, he does. Uh, <laughs> um, so Jacob is a smartest, who I love, I love and respect. Uh, but he is, is a neo-Calvinist, and they don't believe in free will. And so, as a Catholic, um, really, how people see God and free will. Is if God knows everything, then if He knows what I'm going to do, therefore, if He knows what I'm going to do, then I have already done it. Then I have, you know. I don't have any free will. And that's not really how that works. And, and is a Catholic understanding that God is at one point of time looking forward? For Catholics, God is outside of time and is merely present in every moment. So time is, say, all universe and all time is a box. And God's outside that box. And he can see all the way around the box. and sees every moment inside the box. And so he's not seeing forward. He is seeing everything at, at the same time. So we are still choosing our sayings. He is just in the moment and every second. He's not seeing the future. He just is there at every moment. And so it's not really him seeing what's going on. If so. so, okay. Let me,
0: okay. So this is, this is where I get confused. Cause again, I, I, I do have a grasp of Catholicism because I, I did go to four years of, essentially and then another four years, a little bit of, of college of Catholic school. So like, I, I did have to learn all the old Testament, new Testament, all the shit. And my wife is a Catholic school teacher. I, 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 she teaches more of like, uh, uh, the social justice of the church, uh, which when I say social justice, people all think like, you know, BLM and like fucking like, you know, I'm like, no, it's, Social justice and, like, uh, um, service and stuff like that. Like, that's what – right? That's what that means in the church sense, not in the fucking, like, political woke sense. So, like, when I say that, so people understand that. Yeah, so she teaches more, like, uh, that stuff. So, like, I I do understand some church teachings, but then I I get very confusing because, like, I've always thought that – in the Old Testament, God is vengeful, righteous God. New Testament God is loving, caring God. But I've never heard of four D dimensional God <laughs> who's yeah. like outside yeah. this, like fucking, like like the fucking uh cult God, uh uh, uh Scientology God.
1: So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, it, it gets you know? really um it, it's it's a very complicated thing. But it's called divine. It's the uh, divine simplicity, and it's a uh, it is a Catholic doctrine from Catholic, as opposed to Holy Divine Simplicity. It's not often used a teeth because it's kind of a confusing thing. Um. But understanding divine simplicity, a lot of the uh, modern critiques on God don't really hold up when you he, when you're talking about a divine simplistic outside of time uh, being like God. And it, so it gets it gets confusing, yeah. So, so
0: this is a this is I I don't know anything. About this I don't know anything about it at all. So this is interesting. Okay, so divine simplicity simplicity you said, right? Mm-hmm. Is that is that an actual like Catholic church yep. doctrine where yep. it's like where it's not in the Bible now? It's just like
1: um it's so you can find it. You can't really find you know, the Bible. You just can't find like Trinity in the Bible. You know, you can't find okay. lots of teachings at all. Like, so like, where can in the Bible.
0: I guess, where can you actually, so, uh, find the
1: catechism it? of the Catholic church okay. uh, says it. it is a church teaching that I think it really was researched and figured out by uh, St. Thomas Aquinas. There's a lot of great videos on it. Um, every Catholic is supposed to hold to it. Not every Catholic does hold to it. Um, but I guess you really want to learn more about it. Uh, Bishop Robert Barron has some videos on it, uh, and Pines with Aquinas has some great videos on it that I've been watching. But really, it's a it's anything but simple, and um, it's yeah. I think that's actually the most important thing for Catholics to understand because it really it really sets it's, it frames everything going forward. A proper understanding of God that's the starting point. If you don't have a proper starting point, everything's going to be messed up. Everything's be messed up, and so understanding that is very important. But understanding is also very difficult. But I would say start with you know the Catechism go find some resources, some videos online. And that's kind of how you can go from there, I guess.
0: So then why are we always taught like the other ways like even in church like right you go to church and no one, i've never again i've gone to church for a long time until junior year of uh, high school which is yeah. a lot of church <laughs> yeah. so like so, so like you know so like I, I i've never once heard a priest be like so divine simplicity right it's like again like you know god cube right like you gotta get yeah. and he's outside this cube, and I'm like, i've never i would have been i would have been way more interested in the homilies if <laughs> if i fucking heard that shit but yeah. i never did so where well, is this coming from or like why isn't it well the reason it's not now?
1: involved is uh vatican II. Is a, a big church teaching that adop- a big church? Um, what's it called? Council that happened. I can't remember when exactly, but they made an active decision to uh, simplify te- te- teachings and simplify homilies and effort to speak to the common man. And in doing so, they've dumbed down a lot of things and dumbed down a lot of people. Oh, okay. Um. And so, th- and I think it was a good idea because they were like, "We need to find a way to speak common to common people," because you know, uh, Western Protestantism is very simple and easy like, under baptism. Um. Baptists are very easy to understand as opposed to, you know, divine simplicity. So they dumbed down a lot. And in doing so, I think they really hurt themselves. And they started started themselves in the foot because now people don't notice. Even some Catholics don't properly understand it. And so that's why it's um, – another reason is a lot of uh, – so after the Reformation, when was in when Protestantism, kind of left, became a saying that we voted against Catholic Church. Uh, in response to that, the Catholic Church made a lot of good responses but a lot of the preachers and the bishops and priests uh took in a lot of criticism of Protestantism and kind of assisted the teaching the maths. And so there's really a distinction, I would say, between modern Catholics, pre-Vatican II Catholics, and then pre-Council of Trent Catholics in the 1700s. So there is a because i has been a I've always been around, you know, since you know Rome. <laughs> it's been around for a long right. time. And so there's been a lot of iterations, that have changed. And you can kind of like you can really know a lot about a Catholic if you ask him like when is what kind of Catholic are you? Are you pre-trent, post-trent? Vatican II, what kind of Catholic are you? And that, that becomes a problem with people don't really know Catholicism. They don't really know what they're talking about a lot of times. I don't know and, what I'm talking and, about and,
0: and, I mean, I'm really No, afraid. you definitely do. But I, I, Vatican II, Trent. I, I, I do remember all those, but like I, if you put a gun on my head and was like, what are they? I'd be like, because mm, This is my out. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I wouldn't be able to exactly say which happened. Like, Council of Nicaea was another one, right? Yeah. Was another Catholic. Again, I don't remember exactly which each of those were, but but what you're saying right now, again, I grew up my whole life Catholic and no one around me knew this shit. Yeah. It was all just, oh, we just go to church Sunday and then like we're all Catholic, right? Like we're all Roman Catholic. And it was like, yeah, I'm like, all right, <laughs> we, must, we must move on. And like Catholic school, again, every year was just a different type of like uh, religious, like uh, what was like one was like church history one year, right? And then one was like uh, fucking like uh, modern religion and stuff like that. And so, like, but they're ne- no one's really teaching you like these super, super yeah. core, it was very basic Bible level shit. I would, I would, I'm imagining now is what I was taught. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, there's a there's a lot of great Catholic philosophy that is actually now being really popularized because people love Aquinas now. People love Augustine, and we're kind of going back into a very philosophical era in the Church, because I'm excited to see where this goes. But uh, looking back and look, watching older videos, you realize there was not a lot of, and it's still problem today. A lot of Catholics don't like philosophy, and a lot of Christians don't like philosophy. Mm. And so, that, why is um, that? Uh, what is the, the, the take us like I hate this answer, but Protestantism because they were <laughs> okay. Martin, um, Martin Luther and John Calvin looked at the history of art and church and went, No, we know better. Let's go start our own thing, right? And then that kind of picked up everybody go, Wait a minute, we can do that. And everyone, this is fractured, you know. And even by the end of his life, Martin Luther was like, I made a mistake because now it is you know 5,000 different denominations. And doing right, so, everything yeah. became subjective. Everything became relative to whatever you think it is. And when if you, if, if um, enough people think, well, that doesn't matter. I'm just going to go. It starts on Sunday, and not think about it. You have more people who are lazy who are going to go that route as well.
0: Interesting. So uh, yeah. that's my
1: theory on it. But I'm
0: not. No, it's that's well, good to take. Uh, Stephen Kruzik, uh, I was born well after Vatican II, but knowing how my grandfather and father felt about their faith is incredibly different from myself and my generation. It's interesting, like, I'm not, I'm just like the first time really hearing this, like, I never really noticed that again. Again, maybe because I dropped out so long ago in the in in of Catholicism. I know, like, uh, they changed a lot of the stuff in mass now, like, it was like it's like yeah. it's like vastly different from people when I went. Well, I said junior, year, senior year, uh, so like 2003, four like that's when i stopped going so that's not that long i mean it's 15 years whatever but like apparently it's like a lot different now.
1: <laughs> yeah there's a, there's a latin masses no it's english masses there's traditional latin masses i went to a mass in chicago when the guy faced east the whole way and he wouldn't even leave your back with him because he wanted to face he used to be he had to face the rising sun and so it was a morning mass and he faced where the sun would rise and he basically he's back with you the entire time you wouldn't see his you wouldn't see his face okay and so there's a bunch of different ways mass is done, which I I like. I wish it was more unified, you know, and it was like this one way that's supposed to be done, um, but there isn't. And it's, it's yeah, it's it's weird. There's a lot of ca- like, and it, nothing about catholics. Like and it's reasonable. Like if you talk to someone who's an Italian Catholic to an Iowa Catholic, these are not the same people. You know, <laughs> you, you wouldn't even know it's the same thing. Right. Uh, and you talk to American Catholics, and they're very like, like oh, here's an example. You know, you know the Daily Wire crew like Matt Walsh, Michael Notes? Yeah. Yeah, both of those are Catholic. Michael knows I would say, is like an Italian Catholic. Matt Watts is American Catholic. They're very different on how they approach things. And it's uh, – when it's happening, okay. New Religion is this old, and if people just get uh, locked into one location, they start saying a little bit of things here and there as it evolves. And so there's a lot of distinctions in what should be a centralized, organized, strict teaching.
0: So when when'd you say it was like the dumbing down of – Vatican II. And when was that? Like what –
1: let me look that up exactly. I want to make sure I get the right day on this. Um,
0: yeah, no, that's fine. Two. Because it, it's it's interesting to see. I mean, uh, Nineteen sixty-two, right? Because I remember uh, my mom saying she they were, my, my parents were born in fifty-five, and I could have swore I remember her telling me she remembers mass being like only in Latin for like or or something like that, and then then it changed. Right? Am I right? Like it was yep. mass was this so is a okay. Latin mass. So that was the standard. Even in America, yep. for the all the forties, fifties, thirties,
1: twenties, most of the most of the most of the Catholics did it in Latin, which I think is nice because you can you get what you're hearing is the same thing that was said, you know, under uh, under houses in Rome, is the kind of sense, you know, you're hearing the same. Uh, it's all been done this whole time one way, and that's I think a beautiful thing that we don't really have. And again, it was an effort to dumb down and you, make it make it more accessible. And the church went from um, calling people up high to uplift them to kind of like, hey, learn some light, Hey, right. listen, like, no, we're going to meet you where you're at. But what they didn't do was meet them where they're at and then drag them the rest of the way. They just met them and stopped. And it's really now we've kind of dumbed down. We've gone to the everyday level, everyday level, and we're not dragging anybody up to higher things, which is sad.
0: Okay. This is interesting, too. So do you, do you think that that hurt the church yes. in the long run? Okay. Absolutely. Is there there's a way they could walk it back? Eh.
1: Uh, Vatican II is a weird one because technically um it's vague. My understanding of it is vague. Now there's a couple of books on to, now called like, "Reclaiming Vatican II" or "Properly Understanding Vatican II" because Vatican II happened and it was no more Latin Mass. Then Zon Paul II came out and said, "Okay, we can have Latin Mass again." Or maybe not Zon Paul. It was a uh, one of the popes. I can't, I can't remember which one it was. Uh, his name was uh, Benedict. It was Pope Benedict I think, okay. and he brought back Latin Mass and you could kind of have it again. And then this last pope, I think, did something, um, Pope Francis, did something to hurt it again. And so it's kind of going back and forth based on the popes. And they could do another council, or they could do some in. There might be another council, because I recently heard they found more Dead Sea Scrolls. So they might actually have found more books in the Bible. Um, so there might be a council to determine that kind of stuff going in the future. It would be exciting. Uh, if that does happen, I don't know what's going to come up. Um, but it, it's kind of... There's been enough concessions given to the traditionalists. I think you could find where you, you you find good Catholicism again now. And it's just going to be a matter of time, how much that grows and how much that impacts the rest of the threats. Uh,
0: let me get to this question first. And then I'll, I will I have a bunch of stuff I want to bring up. But I think it's this question for young bull David Brady. Uh, what are Caleb's thoughts on Pope Francis?
1: Um, Like all good Catholics, I too hate the Pope.
0: <laughs> yeah i'm not a fan
1: that, that that's see this is why the whole like
0: because he's supposed to be like a direct line to to, to the, the man itself right so but he's a dude so, and he did he was and again i'm this is not meant to come off homophobic right like <laughs> that <laughs> but like isn't it like the whole like not gay thing part of the Catholic church? Not, not being gay, but like not acting on it part of the Catholic Church. Yeah. But then he just being like, ah, you can fuck each other. Uh, doesn't that just go against well, the fucking like big ba- uh, – Again, I don't know. Yeah, I don't well, know. It, so it's, am I weird,
1: wrong? So, I, so so not really. It's um okay, so in Catholicism, it's, it's sin is not so black and white, has it? It was Protestantism, it's um so a, a typical Protestant view of, of sex is sex is disgusting, gross, and wrong unless you're in a contract of marriage. For okay. uh, Catholics, it's like, no, you shouldn't have sex before marriage. At the same time, um, sex is a good, sex is a good thing. Um, it's historical, because yeah, that's, that's 100% <laughs> accurate. Um, it's like, sex is uh, the greatest thing ever in the Catholicism. It is how we take part in God's creation by continuing his creation. It is a sacrament. It is a beautiful, wonderful thing, and the church understands that and knows, hey, if you mess up, you mess up. It's not the worst thing you can. There are things, there are good, there are things that are good, like sex that can be corrupted and done poorly outside of marriage with, with contraceptives and that kind of thing. But they don't compare to things like lying and murder, which are directly evil, and there are no good things in of in and in, in of themselves.
0: Right. And so okay. it's it's
1: he's he's not wrong to kind of say that, but he is wrong to I think say in what he did say it.
0: Right. Because I feel like he just constantly is saying shit that. Contradicts like the long standings of what Catholicism is, and again, I'm no expert at all. I just, just from what I've you know learned yeah, no, it's, over it's, my years, um, I hear him weird. say shit all the time, like, but he's the a... okay, <laughs> like, I guess uh, it just, it's just weird. Yeah. And, and I don't know. Um, what I did want to get into was when I was uh young and cynical, like a, a lot of I feel like young, dumb 21 year old kids are at the time, you know, I was like, oh, you know, religion's fucking dumb, it's it's stupid. I, it's like it, it hinders things. It's uh, all the bullshit lefty things that they say now. about religion. You know, I, I wasn't even lefty at all ever, but like mm-hmm. I still felt that way about religion uh, because I think I was just bitter from my gr- growing up, like a, not wanting to go to church and all that shit. So I was taken out. And then as I get older and older, I realized like, oh, it, it's not so much about like God, it's about community mm-hmm. and it's about like building each other up and it's about like getting around something and just celebrating together under something whatever it's not even that important at that point it's just more about each other i didn't way too old to really understand now i'm like oh yeah it's fucking obvious but like which i want to get to uh for political stuff because now i feel like i said this yesterday i think uh, when i was on pat mcfarland but like you know people on the left they mock religion a lot like oh it's fucking stupid like oh you guys believe a fucking you know god in the sky how dumb but then they turn a right to fucking biden and they're like whatever about ukraine like what's the thing we have to learn today daddy you know and like they just blindly follow that not understanding the complete hypocrisy (laughs) where we're we're like at least with religion and catholicism there's like thousands of years of like a tradition and like Mm -hmm. at least some sort of historical tendencies and fact and 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 handed down uh, uh, uh uh folk and all this everything as opposed to literally Modern men who we know lie to our face, and they're like, "I believe it at full, at full fucking face value." Like, no, you're retarded. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you're actually retarded. So, like, is was that part of it for you? Like, the community, like building that?
1: Um, sort of. Like, I don't have a. put this, there's a lot of naturalistic benefits to Catholicism. Um, so like, <clears throat> this is simple one, uh, the, the rosary. You know, it's the prayer most Catholics put Catholic pray every day, praying the rosary. It's basically, in a pure naturalistic sense, it's 30 minutes of guided meditation. You know, I see it as a powerful prayer trying to affect chains. Uh, but if you look at it, a lot of this naturalistically, okay, confess it. I'm going to confessing what I've done wrong, getting forgiveness and trying again. I'm meditating for 30 minutes a day. I'm giving my charity. I'm going to beautiful buildings and trying to think of things that's not myself purely naturalistic thinking all those things are goods mm-hmm. and even ACs would say no it was a good thing if i, I told that's if i do every day right. they're like you're doing great i do it, in, do it in catholic church but you're an idiot right that's, how, that's about um so uh the community is a great singapore sauce So sadly my church are um i live in a small town and so my church is full of 80 year olds i am the youngest person <laughs> in the church um i'm trying to get on someone's will right now that's my, that's my nice strategy. get a sugar bottle bro that's the plan um <laughs> but it's so i don't really have a great community there but i have friends who are catholic i've made online friends i have outside like, a few cities over so it is, it is a great thing in catholic community that's great but really there's a lot of this naturalistic things that are beneficial in catholicism
0: let's swing around to libertarianism and connecting that with catholicism <clears throat> how do, how how do they not mesh together are there any Antis, like any antitheticals of each other, that that there's like a mesh between liberty and the philosophy of liberty as men, men without religion, and then you know comparing that to the actual. So word I, I of would God. say if
1: you don't under if you don't understand either one of them, yes, if you don't understand, it, you're gonna think that. Um, there are ways to formulate your foundational libertarian axioms that are going to be countered to, to Same the Same as like the, the Anarchist with no gods, no rulers. If you just take that as your starting point, you're gonna have a lot of problems with religion. Uh, now there are all ways you can start both of them at the same starting point, and they can both go, you know, they can flow well together. I think, I, I think a, the best p- so libertarianism or a libertarian anarchism, particularly any right wing ANCAP kind of stuff, is a legal ethic about solving problems. Like, Hoppe said, it's all about solving problems, solving conflict. Right. Um, so a, we don't believe in positive rights, we believe in all negatives, you know, it's like you know you don't have a right to this, you have a right not to do this kind of thing. Uh, which is what it provides catholicism comes in, with he's, a, he's a, he comes in with like, hey Anarchism is all the things you shouldn't do, and Cassar is all the things you should do, and so it kind of provides you the negative and the positive. I think in both ends, I think that's why a lot of atheists who are uh, a lot of atheists who happen to be anarchists uh only have the negative sense like, I want to tear this down, you can't do this, you can't do that. There's not a lot of positives in that kind of thing. Why would you have a religion like Cassar? So then he murdered it, it, it gives you the negatives and the positive, what you shouldn't do, what you can do, here's what you should be doing. Uh, so I think there's a libertarian is a legal ethic and applying a morality to that legal ethic is a good thing. That's why I think religion, in and anarchism kind of go well together.
0: What's a common example of like someone saying how they're like, how they can never work together. Like what's an easy one that you could tear apart?
1: Um, a lot of anarchists, are like with hierarchies and the Catholic church is all about hierarchies. And even every lives, every Christianity is about hierarchies. It's God, Jesus, the angels, and it is us. Um, I would say that's just stupid because you can't really get rid of hierarchies. They just exist in nature. The natural coin saying if you put five people in a room, it's going to be a hierarchy. Um, so that's a dumb one. And then a lot of the atheists say things like, oh, well, the church, has, um, the church has done evil things in the past. or Every ideology has done evil things in the past. You know, it's. Um, right. I, I. When I got into recently, that's from a Protestant guy, uh, an, an agorist, was telling me that um, that church was evil because it had a TC t- t- on war that had a standard for actually, you know, create when is a war good? And he said, all war was bad. No war was good. I'm like, well, if you actually look at the teeth scene, no war meets that teaching. scene. So we're agreeing with you. We're just laying it down so people can kind of follow it.
0: So what 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 do they say? Like, so what is under that then, like the Catholic Church? like Because I know, I know, I obviously growing up again, I always remember the just war thing. Like, oh, World War II is a just war. They remember them telling me that all the time, in, like, you know, like Catholic school and stuff like that. So, like, what, if they're saying that that is a just war, then how is any war... Not just like so, how's it fall under there, you know what I'm saying? Like actually that's contradiction I, I,
1: then. Someone let me I actually wrote an article on this uh two days ago. Let me get it up here so I can uh this I'm gonna drop it in the tap and be listening if I want to read it later. But uh the kind of makes out my notes in front of me for the just war doctrine. So for a war to be just, it has to be a last resort, all uh, uh, only if all other peaceful methods fail, so like negotiations, that kind of stuff. Um that's it it uh, must correct a grave or immediate ongoing evil. Uh, must arise from a correct policy or principle. Uh, you c- it has to be possible to succeed. You can't just send men off to die for no reason. And be a be student, no more than necessary. It has to have an exit strategy. So you have to make sure, you know, You know. so basically every war America's ever fought has been <laughs> unjust because we never actually tried anything. Right. And right, we've we right. tried a lot of them. So, um, right,
0: and, and if and if you're repelling an invasion, well, that's self-defense, and that's yeah. already a fucking, uh, it's not a violation of the NAP as is, because yeah. it's self-defense, so, right. It's also so. listed
1: in War as well. We had, there's also an unjust War It's not only for, what does fight, an instigating war, what does the fight is defending yourself from a war, and it gives you teaching them how to wage war properly. How to, like, take care of um, uh, POWs and stuff like that. You can't just treat uh, POWs, uh, must, like, without um Mercy, like it. waits like every scene you know how to defend, how to attack, and how to wage a war. It's all in just war doctrine, and it's the earth can look at someone and go, "Hey, you want to wage the war? Well, here's how you can do it properly. oh you can't. Well, that's not my problem. I gave you a teaching. Follow it."
0: Right, right, right. Okay, interesting. So, so, oh, so pretty. Yeah. So pretty much, we never fought our war. That's what just right. there, yeah, because we never fucking did any of those things. We've always just attacked, invade, imperialism, fucking yep. dethroning whatever the fuck we're doing. Um. You talked about like uh, the idea of should we have been a monarchy before, right? And I yep. think that's interesting too. Uh, and I know the idea of like we would be better off as a what was it? Not a, not a constitutional monarchy. What was it? A
1: constitutional monarchy or something like that? monarchy or, or something like that. I right. I like, like, cool. like a Curtis w- Yavin corporate, corporate monarchy type thing. Why, why,
0: why, Why would that be possibly a better outcome than just? Republic I, or, or I don't.
1: Um, well, I think one democracy and republics are just democracies with lipstick on. Um, True. So republics are back because they, they focus on democracy. Democracy is back because people are stupid. True. Um, and so really, I, my view is like there's only two viable options. Either you have the Bob Murphy side, universal anarchism, where it's just the entire world's a market, everyone's living peacefully in their own property, or you have the, the covenant community, patchwork style. I think the patchwork it works better because it allows protection and allows people to not have to deal with the deal with each other. and in my patchwork, work, I would want a corporate monarchy centered around the Catholic Church. I would want a company town with the Catholic Church and the people, and that'd be how I would want to live. I don't think that's for everybody. I think that's right. what works for me. I think that's going to provide the most security and safety because like security and order uh, and freedom have to go hand in hand. If I if I can I can the freedom in the wood, but if I walk out my door and get shot, I'm really not I'm really not that free. Right, so it has to be so, security to provide the freedom,
0: so it's kind of like uh, whatever. Just let one dumb guy choose things as long as he leaves me alone type scenario, <laughs> like, more
1: or less. I mean, one of the good things about a monarchy is that when something goes wrong, you know who to kill,
0: right? Is only um, one direct line of power, yeah. and you're like, Well, it's your fault, <laughs> like, yeah, you're the fault. one, so fucking again, shit up, and right? a
1: guy has to make sure he doesn't fuck up, make sure it makes so sure he sets it up where his kid won't fuck up either. And if you have the uh, corporate monarchy just kind of dealing with the, the government side of things, you have a church also involved, they're gonna keep seeing more and be kind of a... uh So every every government has a religious class, you know? A, 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 I went called Attilo and the witch doctor. He was going to have the you He was going to have the guy with the philosophy. Um, That was a known thing until, you know, we had this de- separation of church and state. and really now we just have intellectuals, sort of religious class. I mean, um, Woodrow Wilson was the first pope of the progressive church because he was an academic who became president. And so uh-huh. I wanted this... I want to have that open, and I want to have it be my church with... Uh, uh, I want... Basically, I want Amazon and the Catholic Church to want everything. Is my zone. Right, right. But,
0: right, right, uh, right.
1: I, we actually it. I want a company town that provides work, provides security, and it starts to provide the moors. And that'd be how I want to live in my little Dude, you want to live things in, things in things.
0: like the town that took over the Lorax's town? Like, yes. you know, like with the clean air, like they bottle air and shit. Like, you want that town. I want to there. <laughs> Everything's plastic. We <laughs> uh, got some good questions in the, uh, in the chat. <clears throat> Uh, steven chris against his abortion some say we can't infringe a woman's rights but pro-life libertarian say so you can't infringe in the baby's rights yeah. that's something i actually yeah so again when i was younger i was like well i guess pro-choice up to a certain amount of months because you know like it's, I, I didn't believe in the cell i was like that's ah, the cells again now i'm older i'm like not nah, it's, it's killing a baby i'm like it's just call what it is it's like that lucy k joe he's like you know he's like he's like he's like they think you're of course they're mad like you believe they, they believe you're killing babies like how do you think they're going to react it's like it's yeah. like it's like yeah but but I, I, he's like he's right in a sense of like that kind of is what it is it's it, yeah. you know it's this whole it, it, and then you see like these TikToks like these fucking progressive fucking far left douchebags who are like got another abortion and I'm like you're no, yeah, a piece I, I, of I, I, shit <laughs> like
1: what I, a piece I, I of shit openly want those people dead yeah like, yes. I openly like, want like, them dead such that is yes like um if we lived in a just war like we would wage a crusade on those people like if, we, if you killed each we' be killing those kind of people if we lived in a just war
0: yeah like I I I don't feel bad when I, I when I see those that and like I'm like I, like there's like a like visceral guttural anger I get yeah I'm like it's like it's like you're celebrating killing an innocent life like to, to like fuck the right <laughs> like like that's what you're doing like it's Ugh. so fucking dumb it's so anti-woke like you know but that's like the whole fucking skit yeah, yeah. well it is, it, the it, it is
1: a it is a point that uh i can't remember who it made a thing was uh popular liberty uh, andrew he made the point that um needville
0: yeah sorry it was needville i was thinking that's the town you want to live in <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: he made the point that were uh, abortion is the thing was him is a is the is the uh, sacrament eucharist of the uh left um, and honestly, looking <laughs> yeah. at the left has a religious church and applying all the same like things you would look at in a like a, the way I look at a Catholic church and applying that same way of the church and how it fits our points and how it mechanisms are proceed, applying the progressives, everything kind of clicks. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh,
0: do you think then, as a libertarian, there should be a law against it
1: um, to save
0: the life of a baby?
1: If we're going to have a federal system, yes.
0: Yeah, I'm um, with you there. But too. if we're going
1: to, but again, in, in my dream, you know, Pat's work style system, um, it's going to be the same way as Ukraine. It's out of my hands. I can't do anything about it. I can say it's right. wrong, but I can't do anything. That's how abortion pretty much is. It's like if, if some guy, if some bits in California wants to kill a kid, well, I can say it's wrong, but I really have no ability to do anything about it. Right.
0: You have no like recourse. You're not going to like, unless you want to go out there and fucking, yeah. you know, now, if there avenge a that baby. That's <laughs> the
1: mechanism to like prevent that. That it would work, then I think that's okay. You know, like if you have if there is a mechanism that allows that kind of thing, we're gonna be forced all to live the other, and I'm gonna have to force them to accept what I say. And yeah, we shouldn't be having abortions.
0: Yeah, right. But you know, the other problem is like, all like, right, like the Texas thing is a great example, right? Like they they did the abortion thing, but then California's like, oh, cool, we're gonna do that with guns, and you're like, ah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so it's, the it's the always like a rub. <laughs> Yeah, it's always like a rub. That's why That's why I'm also always like, I don't know. Do I want a law, even though I don't, I'm anti? You know, it's like, I don't know. It's like, it's like, it's like but it's also like that same dumb bullshit from dumb normies when, you're like, oh, you should abolish government. Like, so, so murder's just going to be illegal? You're like, yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Like, like well, a bunch of a, a civil society is going to still outlaw murder, you fucking dummy. Like, it's, it's
1: kind of that thing. Is, um- on a point of both, this is something Aquinas moves up a lot is that for a law and only for law has, a law to be just has to be reasonable but also has to be practical. It's meaning that it has to work. You can't just put a law in and make it not work. Mm. And a law cannot do more evil than it's trying to prevent. So Aquinas was against making laws against prostitution. Because yeah, prostitution is bad in his mind. Uh, and I think I agree with him. But it's also wrong to pull your sword out and start stabbing prostitutes because they're doing that.
0: <laughs> right, right.
1: So laws have to be practical. They have to work and they cannot do more evil than they're trying to prevent.
0: Oh, hey, um, man, that, that's something, uh, a libertarian position that's fucking annoying as fuck. It's a prostitution thing where it's like, yeah, the, it's like, where they are like, sex work is work. I go, sure. I'm not saying we should fucking jail them, but stop praising it. Like, it's a yeah. fucking career, you fucking yeah. piece of shit. It, like, it, like it if you have a daughter, <laughs> all these people who say that I go, oh, really? Then raise your daughter to be a fucking prostitute. No, raise it to be. No, because there's no problem, right? It's so ready to be a prostitute. Well, you're not gonna, have so so shut so the fuck up.
1: Those kind of losers are probably gonna have to happen regardless of what they do. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's um.
0: it's it's like stop just stop promoting. I I, I I there's there's a difference between wanting to throw people in a cage forever mm-hmm. and fucking parading it around like it's a good thing. Yeah. You, you you know, and there's so many dumb fucking lefty libertarians out there that don't understand that, and it's mm-hmm. annoying. It's like you, you know what, go to the left then, they have a party for that. But like no one's saying jail people who no one's saying jail heroin addicts. Yeah. But don't promote heroin is an awesome way of living. Yeah.
1: Well I mean, is, <laughs> that's actually why I love uh because is like libertarian is a legal, like I said earlier, there's like there's a, it's a legal essay, there's higher and lower moralities, there's ethics and then there's more. Um I can be virtuous unless it's freely chosen. My part said that. And so yeah, of course, the baseline for morality has to be freedom of choice. Free choice. Um, and I could look at someone and say a um my example is: it is it is fine if an employer only wants to pay his employee two dollars an hour. It is fine if a guy wants to sell heroin to a to a consenting eighteen year old. That is fine. Is it more? No. And I can say right. that it's bad, but I must understand that anything I'm going to do to stop it is going to be worse than what it is itself. Which is why the Catholic legal Catholic legal ethics go perfect hand in hand with like libertarian libertarian stuff. Like they they perfectly coincide.
0: Right. No. I mean, it's a great point because it's like, all right. So what's what's the, 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 what's your recourse? Well you could ask them to stop. They're going to not. And then what's your next step? Well, I could physically get involved. Okay. Well now you are escalating the situation to more violence. (laughs) And then who the fuck are you? You know, it's yeah. It gets into a constant loop of like, especially, I mean, for adults, like, you know, I'm talking about everything, obviously 18 and over because another thing, I'm sure the Catholic church uh, will agree with me on this. And I'm sure you feel the same way, but like, uh, all the, uh, trans stuff for kids, like with doctors and like, uh, a parent's like giving children hormone blockers i'm like that's child abuse i don't know <laughs> like, i don't think that kid's like a consenting ad- mm-hmm. he doesn't know and then like into the adult the 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 fight back to that is like well it's like the kid's property i'm like no he's a it's a human being no. y- yeah. y- you know it's like i don't know i i, I feel like stunting a- the growth of a child is natural <laughs> it's probably yeah. the church probably but, against I, that
1: <laughs> yeah no it is it, um honestly any any anything involving uh justice and anything involving kids is always going to be messy because there's no good way of doing it right uh, i don't know who who wrote it but the idea that um parents don't own their kids but pa- parents are stewards of their kids and they have to do what's best for their kids until the kids come of age is the only real way i seem to view parenting it's not like ownership or the kids are pretty uh free i mean they just have to make to the kids being and making the best decisions they can for the kids safety and the kids development which means not fucking up with their body and ho- their hormones until they uh, can do it themselves in eighteen. Be- because,
0: uh, man, I, 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 I won't say names, but like this is some fucking lots of libertarians again who are like you know who who are comparing that I, th- th- that they, I think in Texas, Florida, they wanted to jail the parents who were trying to hormone block their kid, and um, they're like this is like the Holocaust. But if we say the mandates are like the Holocaust, <laughs> that's too far. But that's like the Holocaust.
1: <laughs>
0: you know what I'm saying? It's, it's like, insane. it's like no, it's actually, we should be fucking stomping their fucking heads in. Like, what do you, yes. t- we should as a society be like, you're harming this child. I don't give a fuck if it came out of your balls mm. and fucking pussy. Like, you're. it's a child who's innocent. They don't have the full frontal cortex yeah. to make a life-altering decision at six years old. Nor do they know what gender, sex, or any of that bullshit fucking is. Yeah. I, I will die on this fucking hill. I will die I mean, on this fucking hill, hill because i hill protect, die on. I will protect the rights of children over your bullshit fucking woke yeah. agenda any day of the week. Sorry. Yeah. So like
1: you, you know. it, it, it's so stupid. I mean, the idea um your brain's not free to live up to twenty five. We shouldn't be doing right. anything. Right. I mean, it, it's every honestly my my uh only times that the government said do anything is like everything moves 25 The M- military smoking drinking is like it sent all of this to be 25 if you're going to have a set law right i agree one. um but yeah
0: no so, um i was talking to uh uh jose a uh, from uh tower Great power no, no way jose oh, Jose's a man um and we were talking about like uh the whole uh i believe it was the whole sterner philosophy of like you know he's like Obviously libertarian says, like, you know, you can't interfere with like other people's lives and their kids and shit like that. But like mm-hmm. again, if you see that as an, an adult man with actual morals and convictions, you go, I wanna I wanna hurt them. Mm-hmm. I wanna stop that. And yeah. then he, I believe we were t- he was telling me like a little bit of a Stern's philosophy. He's like, Yeah, you could just do that because you believe it to be right. And I was like, No, yeah. oh, that's a I'll take that. <laughs> like, because like there are some, like, I again, I, I care about. Uh, libertarianism as a philosophy and and Mm -hmm. and the and the nap to a point yeah and then i don't give a fuck about any of that anymore then it's about just being a human being and fuck all this philosophy bullshit it's like how much do you care about protecting children how much you care about protecting innocent an actual innocent class Mm -hmm. of a person how much Mm -hmm. you really care about it because i care about so much where i'll actually fucking die on this hill i'll actually physically fight somebody over it Mm -hmm. i'll 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 tell go to i'll go to prison what's your what's your hill to die on you know i I, I don't mean you kayla i just mean like to the
1: yeah, the absolutely. Views. Like um <laughs> this is bugs me the most about a lot of libertarians is that they want to be they don't you, what do you what do you want liberty? You know, they they say they want liberty because it's gonna provide human seed people can be better off. Okay, well if you actually want people to be better off, then I would say not letting parents, you know, uh turn the kids trends into at age of four is better off for everybody, you know. Like you want liberty because you want people to be better off, but it actually take that all away and say, Okay, there are limits where we can say, hey. You specifically can't, you know, t- uh, convert the kid to trans at four. They can't make the kid think that this bad for the kid. Like, there is, co- I think, that perfectly is in line with wanting to help people, make things better. That's what are libertarians. We want to make things better, but a lot of libertarians don't. They just want to be free from everyone bugging them. The sophists, that's what they are. Uh, sadly, I'm ran as well. A lot of these people are sophists
0: yeah no i mean yeah and like i get it everyone's fucking selfish to a point like we all have our self-interest at heart of course like that bullshit anybody says they don't is a liar yeah. <laughs> like like i mean i might have like uh you know like my wife's more of her safety over me in, in, in emergency situations something like that like sure i'm not saying that's bullshit i'm saying like if you're just going out there being like everyone out there, I feel more than I feel you're lying. You're, that's not, it's not the human intrinsic value we have in us. It's, it's, we're still animals. We still have that fucking like survival shit in us, right? Like people burn over people in fires and shit. <laughs> so I, I feel like all that bullshit. Um, but, uh, I do want to talk about, uh, the whole charity portion too, of, uh, uh, Catholicism and Liberty. I think those go very well in hand to hand together. And, uh, What's you? What's your whole take on the whole volunteer system and like, and like, how, like? Do you think we should implement that more into just everyday life? Like, yeah. what, like, what do you think about it?
1: Um, what do you mean exactly? Like, my voluntary system? Like,
0: oh, like I mean, like volunteerism. Like, like, like oh. do you think we should be pushing that? Mo- we like, we should be pushing that more into society. Like, our, oh, yeah. those values more into society. Like, like, what should we start to shift culturally? Like, I, if we're, like, I, I, actually, that's the better way of saying it. What, how, what should we do? To sh- try to push things to shift culturally the way to even this bullshit out, it's like like to get rid of all the f- fucking super left wing agenda and, and like how, how do we even things out more to just the common normal make the normal pope the
1: president uh, number <laughs> one. <laughs> no, um, g- uh, honestly, get get involved in certs, get involved in charity. Those are my those are the things you should do. You should work on helping people. You should work on whatever you and your area can do to make things uh better for anyone. You know. This is helping people, uh, getting involved in social, getting, getting involved in getting a community uh, is, I think, actually going to help because it's. I put this. Um, <sighs> so uh, social change is weird because social change really only goes, from, um, gets worse. Like social change is a a fad happens and a fad gets normalized and it gets popularized and then the fads are always brought in by people who are radical or people who are outside the norm. People outside the norm haven't been leftists normally because uh, it's new, and so it's very hard to uh, kind of go. It's very hard to implement social change anything better. You know, it's very, uh, I guess, I do know what you really could do is get people get people involved in something bigger than them. Uh, with us, actually, Mr. Bear made a point about the uh, the Catholic Church that uh, the church has a lot of his, long history of say charity work and social justice and that kind of stuff, and people could easily wrap and uh, get on, get board with that kind of thing, but. I don't really have an answer for that one. I guess. No, let's no, do, yeah, no, that, that's I mean. kind
0: of what it's kind of gathering. Like, just I, I think, yeah, I think like, again, like, uh, w- uh, I mean, fuck, me now, but like, um, <laughs> they were like what the second or third largest insurance provider in America for like, <laughs> I still think they are because it's voluntary. Like, right? people yeah. want to voluntarily give. Again, it, it, it's is a basic bitch, fucking libertarian point. But the, like, the number
1: know. one thing anyone should do is try to, if they can. Like, if you're going to walk anything political, your number one goal shouldn't be firearms, it's going to be anything. It's to be finding a way to make more mutual aid societies, right? That's to be the number one goal for anyone, Mises Caucus, Paleo, Leftist, whatever you are, mutual aid societies to be the no go to thing because no one can do anything when the insurance company is fucking them over. And so
0: that that's to that be the number one totally thing. Agree. To see mutual yep. aids, but totally agree. Uh, it's also bullshit that, like. There's a law where you can only get insurance like twice a year if you have to like you have to get it. It's so fucking dumb. Um Idiot, the
1: insurance stuff is the absolute stupid, fucking dude.
0: worst. So fucking dumb. All right. Um uh David Brady, I think Hop is right about uh generacy being those behaviors that arise from a state where one is not responsible for their actions. Agree. Um, but do you think anarchy freedom will bring a more moral society?
1: No, not at all. No, I think that it's a good, but I don't think it's gonna make anybody more moral. Um, because I think freedom honestly, so pe- controversial take for a lot of people. But personal freedom arises better in a structure. Like if I hand you a um, a blank page and I say draw something, most people aren't really going to know what to do. But if I give you – say, hey, here's a piece of page. Draw what's in this border and draw this. I get people – you people structured. structure. They're going to actually do more. And I think same as morality applies. You have to have some kind of structure because you don't have anything that is around you that kind of says, hey, here's right from wrong. You're going to go back to animal instinct. And it's going to be very hard most people don't know right from wrong intrinsically. They just want to do and so I don't think if you don't have unless there's a unless at the same time the state falls more certs wise up provide a counter morality for people to follow, intrinsically people are just going to be stupid. And so I don't think there's going to be more more people coming out of a anarchy a freedom society unless there's uh, a bigger certs impact involved.
0: My only my only I guess uh, pushback to saying no would mm-hmm. be I think of it kind of think of it as like a wild wild west scenario. Where, like if everyone has a gun, you're less likely maybe <laughs> to pop your mouth off and do some crazy shit yeah. because well, everything's a little less strict. You know what I'm saying? Like like the law- I think there would be
1: less violence, but I don't think there would be, be better people. I think there would be uh, true. some okay. people would be okay. worse. So I think there'd be well, a lot more voluntary d- drug use. So, uh, um, people leaving the kids a lot more deadbeat dads. It seems that if you can avoid, uh, co- like, convicts in a uh, convicts conflict and keep things to uh, prevent them going to a head the possibility of violence stuff, but it's gonna be still a lot of immoral actions that are taken from amongst people who just don't want to sue each other.
0: Yeah, maybe you know when I hear uh moral, I I uh, I just think murder and shit right away. <laughs> right to like violent crime because yeah. that's like the immediate thing that pops up in my fucking head. <laughs> but uh yeah, like uh Nick 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 Ash popping up, I, I think that would be immoral. Uh, a more responsible society overall, yeah. I, I think it, no, would, be, I think it would be too, uh, but like, yeah, I think you'd have roadblocks, I think you'd have psychopaths. But that's like, it's like anything, right? It's, like, it's again, it's like, it's like when you're talking to some normal person about like you should just privatize everything, they're like, well, corruption, like, I'm sorry, is there not that yeah. now? <laughs> it's the same yeah. fucking thing where it's like, yeah, you're gonna have psychos, dude. But mm-hmm. I think overall, if everyone's like not on edge, but everyone's like, okay, I know everybody could just kind of do their mm-hmm. own thing, I'm not gonna just. Start shit. Yeah. <laughs> start so I, I wanna, fucking swinging a hammer around.
1: Want to get back to what Nick said real quick. I think yeah. he's right that the state one of the big one of the worst things the state's done is it has robbed people of their responsibility for their own fuck-ups. And so if you don't have that apparatus that's going to be, hey, you messed up. We have a safety net for you. Hey, you messed up. We're going to cover this for you. That would lead to I think more responsibility. But I don't think that is going to um immediately to people being more, more, more. I think it's going to be people being more being safer but there are a lot of people who can you know do a lot of immoral things and still be successful I mean, you will crack out of big houses you know and fucking people over every day <laughs> um so i i don't i think there will be uh an increased responsibility but i don't think that's going to directly lead to an increase in more behavior this is maybe less violent behavior but i don't think less yeah, I, I
0: definitely i definitely think less violent be- well i don't know yeah. maybe at the first point like when anything's new it's like the purge a little bit, and then it'll, like, it, will, it will bounce itself out and go back down to like very, very safe. <laughs> I feel like this immediate immediate enticking inc- 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 crime Right, everyone's yeah. like, I can do what? And then yeah, like, oh, the I can also get shot for this, so I'm going <laughs> to yeah. not do that. It's going to be and 12 hours would... in a
1: purge and in a fantasy right. universe. Which would kind of we're down,
0: we're gotta be kind of fun to watch. You know
1: I would like to <laughs> There's a lot of people I want to get rid of. And I'm hoping yeah, right? they going to do it for me.
0: Right, yeah, you're like, I hope this block blows up from a gas truck or something like that, and mm-hmm. hopefully my enemy's on that block. <laughs> like, yeah, um, this is not so much of a, even a libertarian question at all. But uh, David did ask a question earlier that I actually always question too. Uh, the fuck is it?
1: Is it the uh, weed one and the psycho, psycho, uh, yes. psychedelic one? Yes, yes, uh, I am a.
0: So, uh, let's question. So he was uh, Kale wants to know what you think of uh, theories about the psychedelics and the burning bush, various events in the Bible, etc. Yeah, because I always thought that was a yeah. very strong the stone ape theory from Terrence McKenna, right? About how well, we I like, work. I
1: like the stone, yeah, bush I like States. it too. It's,
0: it makes fucking sense. So, mm-hmm. like, I think that especially if you're telling me that Old Testament God and New Testament God was kind of a dumbed down version for us,
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. so um, <laughs> you know, one of the things they've to solicism, um. Is that there's a lot of naturalistic things that, like, you know, we have incense, you know, we have a lot of things that are to help you uh, reach the spiritual plane kind of thing, you know, like with words and traditions to put you in the right, right mind space to go forward and do some that is a spiritual thing. I don't see why there's anything like the idea that we, 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 we put we spray incense around it, certainly so when, when we do mass. I think it's a very easy idea. We think that there's uh, definitely some people left from drugs and had religious experience and that kind of converted some people and it were. I think it's completely compatible. I don't know. If, I, I can't say for sure, what what was what, what? But I don't see anything really wrong with the idea that there was psychedelics involved with, um, that kind of stuff, like Moses yeah. and the bun bus. You know? so did you think that all that shit was parables, or do you
0: actually believe like the arc in stuff? Because I don't um, know.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, no. It's, it's um. I actually I just watched a debate yesterday on Young Earth creationism. Um, because the Catholic Church allows for it.
0: So, whoa, wait, whoa. what are they allowed for? I'm sorry. So uh, the
1: character uh, okay. uh, is great. Is they, um they say like here's an example. I believe in evolution. Uh, the character says I'm allowed to believe in evolution on the condition that I believe that the uh, God at one point among the uh, evolutionary states, um, God breeds a soul in the man. Kind of thing. so, it's like I don't have to hold to it. God snapped Adam and Eve out of the dust. Intelligent I,
0: design is that what that is?
1: Sort of some involvement in with that, but it's um, more as I can say I believe I, I believe Fisk. Uh, some secrets that came to land and evolved in monkeys and gorillas and missing links and that kind of stuff. But as long as at some point in the line, when it went from, um, Oh my God. What's it called? The Neanderthals or whatever what the next thing was, uh, God breathes a soul into there. So William Lane Craig was not a Catholic, but what wrote a recent, wrote a great book recently called, um, the search for the historical Adam. And his theory is that there was, um, the type of humans that are like very early versions of us and Neanderthals are intermingled. And so some had rats in their souls and, um, like Adam and Eve, and there were some that didn't have soul, so they didn't have the regular Christian concept of a soul and they were more like animals. And so the I'm allowed to believe that on certain conditions. The Young Earth is the same way. So I can I can hold to a literal reading of Genesis that said God made the Earth in seven literal days and the Earth is only 8,000 years old. I'm not forced to hold to that. I can hold to any view as long as it's within the scaffolding of what the characters laid out.
0: So pretty much you could believe in the 14 billion whatever the fuck as long as you're like well God made it.
1: Yeah. Pretty much, I, I don't have to. Yeah. I don't have to have <laughs> a. Uh, I am not tied to a literalistic reading of Genesis or any of the other questions. Interesting.
0: In okay, here's a question for you. So, talk about Neanderthals and the Dionysians, right? The little people. <laughs> They're like the mm-hmm. little uh, versions of people, and then uh, Homo sapiens. And is it still then that we were created under God's image? Is that still the cat? Mm-hmm. That's still the Catholic. Teaching, right? Yeah, that's
1: yeah. actually the only thing I really have to hold to is that we were made in the image of God okay. and that he breathes a soul into us. Okay. I I I once uh had a this is actually a funny side anecdote, but I had a friend who um was, was Catholic and we were talking about image of God. And he's like, But you believe in never I'm like God could be a Zion Gorilla like, looking down it's was like where the the hell go?
0: Right. Um okay, but so not no, really but, right, not... no, but but that, that's no, that's kind of my question, though. Is yeah. like so we're Homo Sapiens, and we're assuming it was us. <laughs> but why wasn't it Neanderthals or the Dionysus, wherever the fuck? Yeah. So why, the Catholic view they were very Homo Sapien-like, right? I mean, yeah, so walking I, bipedal things yeah. that had brains and shit.
1: So here's my here's my take. So here's my explanation. Now this is not this is just me talking. it is not me. Yeah, I want any to hear it. This, But yeah. my view, and this is a completely allowed by the Catholic Church. Excuse me. Um. There's something about humans that have a rational soul. They are stars that to be rational animals. So in ecology, we call that a rational soul. Meaning, there's something different from us that we have souls that animals don't have. We have we can reason. And so along the evolutionary line, there were Homo sapiens who had the ability to reason rationalize, and there were the Neanderthals, the other ones that did not. And the ones that became um, ones that have a rational soul that's got reason to know. Physically, when we they evolved to the point where um, the soul manifested pretty much. So they're still manifested in them and it manifests in others. And so the ones that were reasonable, obviously the genes are going to, be strong. So they're going to pass down. They're going to breed more because they're smart, They're going to survive longer because they're smarter, okay. but they're going inter- to intermingle and breed with the Neanderthals. This is a, a recent theory popularized by William Lane Craig in his new book. *Search for historical Adam.
0: Okay. Inter- That's very interesting. Okay. Because I'm, because uh, when you say rationalize, I, I, I know obviously us as homo sapiens, we rationalize with, we kept evolving with speech and fucking obviously, mm-hmm. and Neanderthals kind of just died out. But like, they still had, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, but Neanderthals did have like families. Like, they weren't yeah. like just monsters roaming the I fucking know. countryside. Yeah, so absolutely. they did have a sense of community and like, but they just didn't fully, they didn't, so, they like, didn't have, so, the, so, they so, didn't didn't
1: the fully developed. Okay.
0: So I guess my point, my question then is, at, what's, at what point is it rationalized? You know what I'm saying? At what point is it officially rationalizing? So community isn't rational, like a sense of family is rationalizing. has to so be does... like, more than that.
1: This has to be a, um, how do I put this? I'm going to go with a natural law type thing. So St. Augustine said that the uh, the n- intrinsic knowledge of right and wrong is put under the hearts of man, which is God's law, which is natural law. And being able to understand know what natural law is, is going to be asking a intrinsic problem to reason to a belief of right and wrong, not just intrinsically know right and wrong. So the Neanderthals could know community, safety. They could sing in a pure A to B kind of term. Like a dog can see someone walk inside the house and go, my master's inside the house, and I got to wait here for him to come out. But there's another layer to, he's inside. Let me open the door, get inside, and be with him, because he provides security, safety, and food. There's an extra step of reason along the along the way that I think the Homo sapiens could do it. The Neanderthals couldn't.
0: Interesting. Okay. So is that why the whole animal thing is just out of the question? Because they're just fucking, even though they're smart, they're just not,
1: they don't have a they don't they have a um they don't have a wax on a brain, they have a wax on a soul. They don't have that capacity. So
0: it's that's... it's wild though, because like you see like when you watch gorillas and chimps and aran like apes, like mm-hmm. other apes, like, especially like okay, there's this video, dude. I wish I could find it, but like it, it was a uh it was some orangutan sanctuary. Mm -hmm. Because you know, and they were trying to save a bunch of orangutans. And they had like five baby orangutans, like baby orangutans. And the whole goal is to reintroduce them back into the fucking wild so they could populate and stuff like that. But they, they they weren't taught the natural fear of snakes because they were brought up by humans. So what they did was they had to teach them to be afraid of snakes in the wild to not go get fucking you know wiped uh, mm-hmm. and be a fucking uh, number so what they did was all these orangutan little babies are playing in this middle of this room and they have this box and under the box is a fake rubber cobra it's fake mm-hmm. on a string and they pull the box and they fucking yank the cobra and the cobra pops up and it's it a... the way they reacted dude was so human being like you're like hey there's something there like you, yeah. there's i can't describe it but they like they, they stopped and looked at it and they all huddled together like mm-hmm. and they hugged each other like like in a like it was so but just like human children yeah. would do and you're like i don't know man i don't think they're just dumb animals especially no. other fucking uh primates yeah. and stuff so like i understand like if, if, if neanderthals don't make the cut then okay a gorilla is not but like
1: yeah i there feel is, like that's, no, they're, you, they're
0: more than yeah. a bird
1: <laughs> definitely definitely there's something there. there's um uh, there's definitely something with gorillas that uh, or monkeys and primates that is closer to humans than other animals um I think, I can't remember what, it was, but they, they started to, uh, some anthrop We uh, uh, Anthropology. uh to about that the gorillas who would one make tours uh, get more food, like fisting spears. Yeah. they're the ones that would also just sit and stare at beautiful sunsets. And they apparently think they worship God now. Like there's some people, there's some anthropologists who think the gorillas have created, constructed shrines and are worshiping a god. Um, which is crazy to think and about. That's yeah. wild. Yeah. What's well, so the meme saying uh take that acs even even your uh, missing link believes in god
0: <laughs> hey um, nick right nick right thank you it wasn't bullshitting i'm telling <laughs> you it was very fucking very fucking very human being like i'm just t- like i also and this is like a more funny version of what i'm saying but still i watched it It was a zoo it was gorillas in the zoo and it was raining and this gorilla was like up again dude he's up against the wall like like with his hands out like he's scaling like a fucking like a high rise mm. and he's skirting under the like overhang so he won't get wet and then puts yeah. his hand out. And he's like, Mm-mm, and like skirts, yeah. he shook his head. No, like, like, yeah. no, nah, I'm not going there to. There's
1: something weird about gorillas able to pick up human, uh, like, atopies, like, like sign language and like, like facial right. expressions. That's just a weird thing they can do. I I don't know if it's, um, cause you see dogs that can like nod their head and kind of saying, sure. But, so but I, I think it, I think it's more that gorillas are closer. Um, Anatomy wise to us, that when they do the same thing a dog does, it looks more human. But also, I do think there is something more human about them than say dogs or birds. I think it's because they right. are like the mammals a, with the same same fe- same
0: facial stuff, stuff, stuff as, and, yeah. and fucking hands and shit. I know, well, that's because yeah. I mean, I have dog and I, I love my fucking dog to death. But like when, when we when we go outside and it's raining, he's the one who got in the rain. He'll just stop and like look up and be like, "Come on, dude," and look at me and be like, "Fuzz, we're doing this." <laughs> but like. When you, again, when you watch, when you watch these gorillas do it or watching gorillas hold like another baby gorilla and like they hold them like this, like a mother, like a human mother. It just, I know I'm saying basic shit that everybody knows, but I'm just saying like, when you really start to analyze it, you're like, dude, I don't know, man. I don't, I can't speak on the whole religion part of God and soul shit, but like, I feel like we're just. They're more so than just a fucking bug or some other dumb fucking other animal, and I feel yeah. like we should give them more credence. I guess <laughs> in what they deserve. Absolutely, absolutely agree. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely
1: agree.
0: Yeah. Um, all right, man. We could uh, we could wrap it up here. Caleb, dude, you were fucking awesome. Please tell me where they could find your podcast and your socials and all that stuff.
1: So uh, I am on YouTube at Face Liberty and Praxis. I'm on Twitter at Caleb Brown Five Four Nine. And if you are enjoying the uh, if you enjoy the Catholic stuff, I also have the I also have a website called Austriotomism which is the intersection of Austrian economics and uh, tomistic philosophy. Got a lot of great guys over here. We do roundtable podcasts. I got popularity coming on this month. We got a few articles up there now on Just War Doctrine, one we can learn from St. Lawrence. And so, um, yeah, definitely check me out and follow me on all the stuff
0: yeah and uh if you guys you guys have to denounce your love of jacob Winograd, if you guys like him unsubscribe yes. from his podcast and block him on all social media that's yes. a rule yes guys... <laughs> hey jacob Wintergrad. uh again okay, you guys know where to find me at adam Nutt and all this stuff um everybody thank you for listening uh go buy a shirt com slash store for shirts go buy a shirt go buy a shirt go buy a shirt go, buy, right, a shirt. Uh, go buy a shirt Go buy a uh Kale, don't jump off i just want to say goodbye and shit off air uh with no. you but uh everybody else thank you for joining and as always uh it's been fun Peace. Thanks for listening. Find Adam on social media, Twitter and IG at Adam Nutter or Facebook and TikTok at Adam Nutter Comedy. And for podcasts and merch, check out www.droptent.com. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss an episode.